When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey guys, I'm Johnny. Hey guys, I'm James. And today, you're listening. Wait, no, it's tonight, right? Yeah, tonight. Three, two, and tonight, tonight you're looking you're listening to, to that, that story, story show. show. I, no, 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 no. Wait, I'll do it. You'll see that story show, folks. Hey! This is that story show, people. Pizza. I turned into a bat and I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 283, and I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, my name is John, and I love the smell of AstroTurf. Awesome. How does it smell, John? Exactly. Like fake grass. Oh. I don't know. I was just looking out the window and I saw someone. I thought, hey, I'll talk about Sorry that. Sorry I asked. I, I don't know. I don't know that that answered my question. Uh, David no. is not with us today because we don't like him. And uh, he was trying to get John voted off the show last week so <laughs> or week before last. But we do have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Donna Harris. She is the host of Constantly Under Construction podcast at ConstantlyUnderConstruction.com. Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, mm-hmm. we've decided that we're going to behave since yeah, there's a lady present. <laughs> so you're going to behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to make sure we behave you, this time. You know, there's ladies that listen, right? Yeah, there's a lot of ladies that listen. Actually. I'm, yeah. I'm constantly amazed with how many normal. Cause I, cause I do, I look them up on Facebook when somebody follows us or emails us, I look them up. Cause I'm like, okay, what kind of lady? And I'm, I'm imagining this troll, you know, just <laughs> this lady that just loves smelling farts all day or something. You know? and, wow. and and they're normal people. They're just normal ladies, and I'm I'm always amazed. So yeah, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I would say I'm one of those, and then I don't know. We'll see how the rest well, you, of the hour. You have a bunch of boys, don't you? I do. So, so I'm smelling farts, even though I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that's been known to happen. Well, we always we're glad to have you, and thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, constantly under construction. Constantly under construction is a podcast that we like to focus on stories of people who have overcome really difficult things to bring hope to to my listeners. I love for people to listen to um, things that struggles that people have gone through and feel like, hey, I can get through my struggle too. That's great because when you're struggling, it's so easy to think, uh, especially with social media and everything, it's so easy to feel like everybody else's life is perfect and they're just going through life and and having a great time and that you're all alone in your suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly the point. I don't want people to feel like they're the only ones doing it. Awesome. I got to be on your show and it was, it was awesome. And it uh, was. And you know, the part of the reason you were on my show is because I'm one of those trolls that has listened to your <gasps> show. <laughs> I didn't say you were a troll. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said no. I, I just expected you to be a troll. That was all. <laughs> I, but I, th- I, th- I think back to when I first listened to the show and I enjoyed it so much. And it was during one of those times that I was having a hard time. And I, I was in Florida on the beach listening to your show, and I thought this is really uplifting and just really uh, something that I want to do someday. And I remember I became your friend on Facebook, and now that you tell me you look up these normal people that listen to your show, I'm sure I was one of those smart, fart-smelling trolls. That you <laughs> oh my gosh. Just for the record, I look up everybody, everybody that reaches out and becomes a name that's like in my head that I know, uh, folks that send in uh messages and, and stories and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not creepy in any way, promise. No, no, no not totally normal. Everybody I, does that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, that's comforting to know too, because I, I do that. <laughs> my wife, my wife is the queen of it. She, <laughs> she never posts anything constantly though, is, is creeping on other people checking out their stuff. So your wife has a Facebook account. I know. Right. Yes, oh, she does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she uses it. It's all one direction. It's just for input. It's not no output going on there. So Man. she has a Twitter too. She hadn't used it in 10 years. But, wow. Uh, we always start with an opening story in this uh, episode is no different. Our uh, first story is called our savior's diet. Hi guys. Oh, it's from Daryl from Michigan. Hi guys. My name is Daryl. Um, just started listening to podcasts. And I, I'm glad I found yours. Well, I'm glad you found ours first and not a good one first. Cause yeah. Oh, hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Just stop here. Don't look for any others. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't compare. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, we have a great audience. Uh, not a great show. Uh, growing up, I went to a very small Christian school, 60 kids, uh, K through eighth grade. John can relate. I totally can. Being a, being a Christian school. Of course we had chapel. It was our first or second grade. Uh, or I was in first or second grade. And on that day we learned about Jesus's death on the cross. And I was super excited to tell my mom what I'd learned on the day when she picked me up. I get in the car and excitedly tell my mom, 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 I know, I know where Jesus died. And that's awesome, sweetie. Where did he die? And I replied with full confidence on calories. <laughs> so apparently my young ears had misinterpreted the word calvary and thought jesus died from overeating so oh man hope you enjoy the story grateful i found your show keep them coming daryl from michigan daryl we're glad you found the show too and we hope you don't find any others yeah unless you want to check out donna's because it probably is yes helpful right yes 
to do that. Hey, I went to a small Christian school too, so I can totally relate. I figure that that guy is eventually going to learn what Calvary is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Calories. eventually. If he keeps going well enough. Well, um, let's, let's uh, rewind the week. All right, Donna, you're our guest, so why don't you go first? Mm. Oh, Katie. Well, I know you said I have boys. I have three boys. My youngest son, he's four years old, and he does fine going to the bathroom, but he's very bathroom conscious. So he's perfectly (laughs) capable of going. He doesn't have any accidents. There's no trouble. Define bathroom conscious. Yeah. There we go. He he just goes out of his way to alert somebody and a a grown-up that he's needing to use the bathroom by finding and, okay. he, and it, it, he'll go across the whole entire house. He'll go up the stairs, down the stairs, wherever, and practically going in his pants to let us know, I have to go to the bathroom. And we're like, <laughs> go, buddy, go. go. yeah, yeah. You have a blessing. I Please remember that go. age. Uh, my, my, uh, my oldest still does that. She's 14. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We still do it as adults, though, right? I mean, it's like, oh, I got to go pee. that's true that's true i think that maybe that's what i'm trying to break him up it's like yeah but you you don't go around the office and and wait for folks to get out the phone i I just (laughs) that's a good point that would be awesome though i might try it tomorrow go to the potty i'll (laughs) I'll be back after the meeting Uh, well a couple days ago he told me he's like i have to go to the bathroom but he also had something else he's like and mom and i said yes and this was after we had picked him up from spending that at Grammy's house. And he said, you forgot to pack my underwear when I spent the <gasps> night. Left. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. So what'd you guys do? And he goes, I'm wearing Grammy's underwear. <laughs> 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 I, buddy, I am sure you're not wearing. Oh, <laughs> you're wearing kid underwear that Grammy has at her house for you. And he goes, no, it is Grammy's underwear. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> So oh man got so, me super to go and check but of course i checked it was unless grammy wears toddler size mickey oh, mouse okay <laughs> i'm pretty sure they're not hers Ooh, i was imagining Stranger things. i was imagining safety pins were involved and a lot of bunching in the back you know i, I yeah i'm glad that where's they, the pocket on the front of my underwear i don't know where it's at <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> That is great. My mom forgot to pack me underwear one time. It was when I was baptized. Oh, oh, that's not good. Yeah, and and I was little, and I got baptized, and <laughs> and I go to change, and I couldn't go without undies, right? You know, it it just mm. my little kid brain wouldn't let me. So I put on my jeans on top of the wet underwear and went to children's church and sat there <laughs> in wet How uncomfortable. pants. It was very uncomfortable. I was like, I'm never getting saved again. I- yeah. <laughs> Just once time for me. Yes. Once saved, always saved for me. Thanks very much. <laughs> Your theology was uh, embedded into you from that age, right? Exactly. Yeah, who? Wet underwear solidified your theology. <laughs> yeah. Calvin would be proud. Kept me from backsliding all these years. I didn't want to have to <laughs> recommit. Did it keep you from slip and sliding though? Um it it did. Wet it underwears. did. It, it was just uh it was just moist. It was very moist and very mm. and very cold. So uh John, yeah. why don't you hit us with your weekly uh rewind? Okay, yeah. So this this one is a my rewind button got stuck, and I went way back in time on this. Okay. 
because I was listening to this amazing new uh, podcast called The Red School Bus. Yay! And um, the 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 host Jennifer, I mean, sorry, Jenna. Jenna. Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't know what happened there. Somebody Twitter. It's a very similar name. Yeah, yeah, Jenna for. Um, no, Jenna. She uh, she was talking about kickball, and it, it totally. I had this huge flashback. So when I was, it, I'll just say it like it was yesterday. Yesterday I was playing kickball. <laughs> yesterday, about twenty five years, thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved kickball, man. It was it was oh, yeah. the game that I played, and every day at my little Christian school, we would go outside, and um, we had this big field, and we would just play kickball from beginning of recess to the end of recess. And, um, you know, I, I could kick that ball, man. I could sail it to the road. It went to the road and that was like automatic home run. Well, one day, this day in particular, they had replaced the home plate with this. Uh, it was like the top of a desk. Okay. You know, like it was a thick piece of wood. And I don't, I don't know why, because we laminated on top like a desk. I think it was be a little slick. It might have been a little bit. It might have been a little bit thicker than the top of a desk because it was. It, it had some substance to it. Okay. But as was my way, I backed up. I waited for the pitch, and it came to the plate. And I, I had made my ascension to the plate. That's probably not the right word, but I was headed, man. I was going for it. I pulled my foot back, and I put all of my energy into kicking that ball as it was coming across that piece of wood plate and my foot did not hit the ball like i intended it hit that piece of wood and stopped suddenly and instantly and i flew forward because i don't know what newton's law of in energy transference but that plate didn't stop but my foot did yeah an object in motion and all that yeah 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 that's the thing i was looking for right there so i went I went further than the ball did rolling <laughs> and um, it was, it was not an experience. I had to, I mean, I had to stand up immediately and pretend like I right, intended right. to do that. But uh, I, I think I was, I think they even called me out on that. It's like, I don't know. Did you bust your toe great, open or anything? no, no, okay. I, I was, I was wearing shoes. Good. Back then I have wore pretty thick shoes. So, but I remember my foot like, you know when you you jump off like a the top of the bunk bed. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going into kid mode. Oh, here, and it's you, you get the that spring feeling in your yeah, leg? and it's like yeah, your legs kind of vibrate and they get numb and tingly at the right, same time. Right, right. My my whole foot up my leg did that, and it oh. was I was walking funny for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Thanks to the red school bus. Thanks to red school bus. Um. You know, kickball is is a great game, and it's a great game for kids like me because it's a great equalizer. You, you nobody's really bad at kickball, and everybody loves to kick a ball as hard as they can, and and that's really your only goal. It's like I just want to kick. I want to stand in line yeah. and kick. kick. And that rubber ball just absorbs so much energy and flies. It's just ah, a satisfying feeling. It's like every every one is a home run, just about. Yeah, you know? unless that's what it feels. Unless like. the cool kid catches it just that's right. That's Yes, that's the thing that I was thinking about. I'm like, I didn't like kicking the ball because somebody inevitably always caught it on my kick. Oh, uh, yeah. 
You had to kick it to that little kid out in the backfield that was the, not real good at kicking or catching. But I was that little kid, so if I'm kicking, what am I? <laughs> not good at kickball. Pop fly. Well, speaking of new podcasts, my weekly update is I'm I, I don't have one, so I'm going to cheat and I'm going to yes. tell you about a couple of things that I've been meaning to say for a couple of uh, weeks. But um, those who follow us on social media, YouTube, and I mean. Uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff. You already know, but there's so many of you that don't. So I figured I'd tell you that we started a brand new podcast in the uh, Nobody's Listening podcast community. It's called Red School Bus, and it is just like this show, except it's completely family friendly, whereas (laughs) ours is everyone 10 and up. This one's for everybody, and it stars my daughter, Jenna, and myself, hosting together and telling funny life stories and inviting you to do the same. So if you like this show, you'll probably love that one because Jenna is much cooler than any, any of uh, your regular hosts. And, yeah. uh, and it, and we, we've only got one episode out. You can find it on Google uh, uh, play store. You can find it in iTunes, but you can also go to rsbcast.com and you'll find the RSS feeds and the way to subscribe in iTunes um, I'm not sure if it's an iTunes yet or not. The other thing I wanted to tell you about was my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash C slash that story show, or just type in that story show into YouTube and you'll find that I've made a couple of animated video stories. It's just something I'm trying on the side and I would love to get you, uh, subscribed and listening and watching and, you know, f- giving feedback and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's uh it's doing all right it could do better and if you'll go check out youtube if you're on there anyway just type in that story show and you can hear about the torture chamber uh from one of our early episodes and a time i scared the crap out of my wife on accident so (laughs) kind of kind of kind of on accident so (laughs) i'm subscribed oh good that's fun yeah it's fun i i got some uh input from ethan nicole John, you know, yeah, and uh, he. So I'm, I'm looking forward to throwing myself into the third episode and doing even better. So every episode gets a little more animated, a little awesome. more involved. So we'll see, see how it goes. Um, well, it's time now for our featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. That's right. It's featured story time and. Today, our featured stories are brought to us uh, by our guest, Donna. Donna, take it away. Yes. Okay. So the featured story, this is a story of young love, Christmas time, and the pioneer days of eBay and UPS online tracking. Okay. Mm. So my husband and I... Yeah, when, when my husband and I were first married, we'd only been married a couple of years, and we, were, we got married really young because we were one of those couples that met in a small Christian school. And the next thing you do when you graduate, you yeah. get, so <laughs> we That's were right. barely, barely 20 years old and we were broke. We had no money, but we loved creating Christmas traditions. So aside from the typical traditions that people have, like maybe jammies on Christmas Eve and obviously opening presents on Christmas day, <laughs> we had a few Christmas seasons under our belt. And one of them was that we always, after finishing with all of our gift giving, always pretended to be done 
only to surprise each other with one oh. last amazing gift at the end. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, it was really neat. But it also was like, it, you know, we knew it was happening, but it was always unsaid. So we right. all the gifts and then we kind of look at each other and be like, except somebody. <laughs> so is it kind of like at Valentine's Day when you say, oh, no, don't get me something. But then you do. And then. Well, it's see now, that, surprise, yeah, you're not a you're asking about like the entrapment of it, and I don't <laughs> think, I, yeah, I am, I totally am. I don't think it was entrapment. In fact, if anything, my husband loved the the idea of it more than I. I felt like I was rising to the challenge for him because he was the one that always did so well with surprising me with uh, that one. Again, mm. and again, we're just a young couple, no kids, so for us, we were trying to make the magic of Christmas happen between two young adults. So that, was, that is hard at that age too, you know, really, when, the, yeah. when the kids reenter the picture, it just, it comes with the, with the, with the kids. It just does. And, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, trying to make all that happen for me, there was extra pressure. So that particular year I was excited to buy a telescope that cost us an entire $100 Ooh, off wow. of because, you know, we didn't have that kind of money. And honestly, I know, John, you were asking about entrapment. I don't remember if this was a gift he actually asked for, if he wanted a telescope, or if this was something that just, like, fit the criteria. You know, it was Hmm. big, expensive for us, and I know he likes space and facts about the universe. So maybe it all worked. But anyway, I made this purchase from somebody who had an A-plus rating on eBay because back then, eBay was still new to navigate, and so I felt very nervous about it. Right. And. It, you know, I'm trying to be secretive about my gift and trying to make sure I, I get a good deal on it. Everything kind of felt sketchy because, you know, nowadays... You had to bid you, on it and everything. Yeah, you got to... Well, yeah. I think they had the option where you could just, like, buy it outright, which okay. was brand new. But, you know, nowadays, if you can't buy something online, it's a major pain. Back then, buying things online it was, was scary. Yeah. 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 So I made my purchase and then waited for the date and I had a UPS tracking number and I waited for the date that it said it was supposed to come and it didn't come. And I I waited another day because it was back in 2002. So, you know, you can wait a whole day. Nowadays, we don't wait a whole day for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but True. I waited a day and then I looked up the UPS tracking and got really nervous and frustrated when I saw that the package had been delivered. Oh, boo. And they got oh, it. Man. So I did a little digging on the internet and found that there was a record online of the signature of the person that, that received the package because it had to get signed to receive it. And in big, scrawled out, gnarly letters, read the word Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> and I'm like, did I read this right? And I'm looking at it, it's a Scarface. <laughs> wrote it you know on their way out you know like in if they could have written it in blood or scratched it in their Gosh. with their face done it scarface <laughs> i'm like who took my telescope I'm gonna Alvage. order another one yeah <laughs> well and i'm freaked out i bought it out of ebay I, I didn't know what to do and i didn't want to tell my husband because this was a christmas gift so i'm i asked him nonchalantly if he had signed for a package he obviously didn't so i'm like who who would steal my package is somebody going to try to do it again? Is somebody getting at my front door and signing for packages for me and signing it Scarface? Who is Scarface? 
it's Al Pacino, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this was our first year of living in the neighborhood. And I figured out that you can look up things on a city assessment website. Do you know what, what that is where you can see who's purchased homes on your street and it gives. Oh, yeah. 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 Like the public records type thing. Yeah. So you can see who purchased their home, what year in their name. And I only knew that because we had just purchased our home. So I looked up our street. And I found on the list of all the people included was a Joe Scarpace, P-A-E. Scarpace. Who lived next door. <laughs> so turns out Mr. Scarpace was like a billion years old. And I knocked on his door and he was really bothered at the time when the UPS came to his door delivering the package to the wrong house. And apparently he had just signed for the package and left it in the foyer forgetting about it. Ah, uh-oh. And I came knocking for it three days later. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mr. Scarface. Yes, he was like that. Ugh. Say hello to my little friends. <laughs> not, not another mob hit, I hope. <laughs> All these misunderstandings. I'm, I'm harmless. <laughs> That's great. Ultimately harmless, but it still is a bit intimidating. And the drama in my head that unfolded was bigger than the actual event, but it still ended up being pretty funny to me. Mr. Scarface. That's great. It's a Scarface. Okay. <laughs> you got it. He was Italian. Oh, there really? You go. There you go, John. That's why All we right. have you on the show instead of David. <laughs> to be the uh, translator? Yeah. <laughs> You're an interpreter. Translating is when you write. Interpreting is when you speak. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, that's it. We're informational, <laughs> you know? The more you know, the better off you are. Yeah. Oh, that that was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I, I wish that never happened to me. Wait, no, it didn't. So I'm good. <laughs> See, that's not what I, that's not how I thought it was going to end. I thought your husband was playing a trick on you and he actually got it early. I well, I kind of thought that at the time because I'm like Scarface. It just sound it just did not seem like that could really work out that way. So I really mm. I thought that at the time. I wouldn't have put it past you. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh let's do some uh listener story. Is there anybody going to listen to my story? Okay. Um this first one comes to us from Mike. It's called The Bomb. Hey, James, thanks for uh, sharing the Bambi on Ice story recently. After listening Mm -hmm. for a couple of months now uh, and realizing the youth work that you guys do, I've got another story to share. The youth work we did. It's in the past for for both of us. Right. Yeah. It's true. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank God. In my time as a volunteer for youth group, I hear lots of parents say that they have this great relationship with their kids. They tell us everything, and his thing is, no, they don't. And there's a good reason for that. It's called keeping your parents sane. If we knew everything that they were up to or everything they did, we would never sleep. And and that just makes me not want to sleep already, um, having a 14-year-old. But anyway, uh, this topic came up recently at our dinner table, and the following line was said, uh, like the time we built a bomb? So apparently he's got adult children. Turns out. One time when my wife and I left the kids alone, the boys started playing with one of my little butane torches. They discovered that butane is heavier than air, and when you put it in a bottle, it will pour out and burn like water. I never knew that, and 
Hopefully no okay, one listening to this show will find that as exciting as I do because that sounds awesome. But Yeah, don't try it, by yeah, the way. Just, just disclaimer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, don't, don't try this at home, folks. Not being satisfied with this piece of newfound knowledge, they wanted to direct the flame. Think rocket. So they melted a hole in a bottle cap because more fire, and they filled the bottle with butane and lit the stream of butane that flowed out, but the results were pretty disappointing. So Big Brother decided to use his toe to force more of the butane out of the bottle to get a bigger flame. Now, I, I have no idea how that would work. I have no idea how forcing, he... Forcing wow. anything out with your toe is immediately funny. Yeah, it is funny. It's dangerous, but I don't know how how you know what position you would have to be in for that to work. But he says... Sounds like impossible. Yeah. He says it was a little better, but the real excitement started when the big brother took his toe off the bottle and the bottle went back into its original shape. Oh, I got it. Okay. I guess he was squeezing the bottle. Anyway, the bottle went back to its original shape and sucked <laughs> the flame into the <laughs> bottle. And they yes. described the moments that followed differently, but stay, safe to say there was an explosion. Little brother tells of looking up at Big Brother, and he asked what had happened, and Big Brother's mouth was moving, but he couldn't hear what was being said <laughs> because of the ringing in his ears. Big, yes. Big Brother says. I mean, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Brother says they immediately looked down after the explosion to find the bottle, which was gone. They found it 15 feet away next to the inner uh, or on top of the entertainment center, at which point I had to stop and ask, you did this in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they did. There goes the house. Yeah. Second thing they said was, uh, they went to see if any of the windows were blown out. Uh, no damage was done to the house, and they swore to never share that story until they each had their own places to live. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they survived their kidhood, and so did we, but there's still things we don't know. Mike. Yeah, I, I, I wonder what my kids are getting away with mm. right now. I don't know. They're probably working on stuff for their own I, podcast. I got there. I got good kids. They're kind of like John. So they're going to come up in the future and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we were getting away with all kinds of stuff one time. Oh, should we tell him? And we'll be like, yeah, go ahead. Tell us. It's okay. You're grown now. We, <laughs> we stole like three Hershey kisses out of the bag <laughs> and we split them and we felt so bad we put two back. Yeah, that, that'll be my kids. Hopefully, man. That that's, that sounds that, that sounds heinous. That sounds like what John would do as, as a bad kid. So. Yeah, no, I, I I stole ketchup packets. <laughs> really? <laughs> From Chick Fil A. Oh man! <laughs> no, no, I I told you that story once when I stole the the Kool Aid, right? No, no, maybe you oh, did, man. but tell tell it again. That's the only thing I ever intentionally well i didn't even intend to steal it that's the thing uh -huh. so we were we were at the grocery store i was i was just a wee lad probably five and um we were at Win dixie and i wanted green kool-aid and my mom said no and i'm like it's only like two cents and uh so i came up with the idea i was gonna put it on the conveyor belt oh yeah yeah i've tried while that. Yeah, yeah. So she wouldn't see it and it'd get paid for and I'd, you know, steal it out of the bag. So I forgot. I stuck it in my back pocket and I forgot to put it on the <gasps> conveyor belt. 
And so we're leaving the store and I'm like, I just stole something and nobody knows. <laughs> and then <laughs> you see, the Bible says, be sure your sin will find you out. Yes, it does. And uh, I decided I, I was going to dispose of the evidence by, by drinking it. So, um, I didn't know that it was not sweetened already. Oh, man. So, I took that powder and I, I, I ripped open that little Kool-Aid packet and I took that powder and I dumped it in my mouth. Oh. I was like, this is disgusting. So I go to the sink and I'm trying to water it out and there's green all over <laughs> my mouth and all in the sink. And my grandma, who just happens to be at my house, uh. comes in and says, what are you doing? And uh, I was like, I'm not doing anything. And man, I got busted. And, <laughs> and then I had to tell my mom the whole story. And, and I believe a spanking uh, was in, in order oh, for yeah. that evening. So um, I know that's why I don't steal anything because no, <laughs> grandma's going to show up. <laughs> you got caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. That's my, why I don't steal. Stuff. My brothers each stole like items. They, they, they would be in the cart, you know, in the, in the front part you know, as infants. And uh, they had a habit of just grabbing stuff while my mom wasn't looking and, and hiding it in their clothes. <laughs> and then we'd get home and they'd be playing with a truck or something. And they're like, where'd you get that truck? <laughs> From the store. They have no conscience whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it turned out they stole it. And so each of them individually at different times had to go back to the store and return it and apologize and i'm like mom they're three they don't even understand what, what like that's a great punishment if you're 14 you know yeah but when you're three just beat them you know <laughs> <laughs> let them keep the truck and beat them no don't don't let them keep the <laughs> make, make them give the oh, truck man. away to some poor kids like my mom yeah, yeah. Did oh, me for man. christmas so all right uh mm. let's uh let's listen to a voicemail this one comes to us from Carrie. It's called Don't Make Faces. Or no, it's called The Water Bottle. My bad. Hi, guys. It's Carrie. I was recently reminded of a story about something that happened to my brother when we were on vacation that I thought you guys might enjoy hearing about. Uh, my brother was about 11 at the time. I was 16, and my family took a vacation out to Canada's East Coast, and I believe we were staying in New Brunswick at the time. Um, and we stopped at a hotel for the night, and my brother was in his pajamas all ready for bed. I was kind of already lying around in bed. We were just watching TV and stuff. And my dad decided that he wanted a bottle of water out of the vending machine down the hall. Um, but he decided that he didn't want to get up to get it himself, so he sent my brother. <laughs> Um, Jeff kind of balked at this. He didn't want to go out in his pajamas or anything, but dad said, it's just down the hall. You'll be fine. Like, just hurry up. Um, so he was gone for longer than it should have taken him. We were all kind of starting to wonder where he was when all of a sudden he bangs on the door. So we open it and he comes flying into the room and throws the bottle of water at my dad and lies face down on the bed and starts bawling. <laughs> So we, it took us a while to tr actually get out of him what had happened. Um, I guess what he had done was that he had gone down the hall and there wasn't any water left in that vending machine. So he went up a floor uh, to see if there was any in the vending machine on the next floor. And there was, so he, he got it. Um, but then he had forgotten that he had gone up a floor. So he went back to what he thought was our room um, and knocked on the door. But he didn't only knock on the door. Um, 
he enjoyed making faces at my parents through the people. So he was doing that um, when all of a sudden the door opens and this very angry man shouts at him, what are you doing, you stupid kid? And my brother just lost it. He's like James. He does not like yes. getting into trouble. I'm sweating and now. so this big burly man yelling at him uh, was just the most horrifying thing he had ever experienced. Um, so uh, to this day, we love to tease him about how how, um, how he had gone to the wrong room and was making faces in the people <laughs> um, oh, for, for some poor man that was just trying to get some sleep that night. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and have a good show and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. so great. That is so great. <laughs> I forgot to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Mistaken identity. Oh, gosh. I've I walked on the door before. You've, Have you you've done, done what? that? Have you guys walked into the wrong door before? I I have a, a thing mm-hmm. like that, but I did it on purpose. Um, but no, no, I haven't. What do you mean by the wrong door? Yeah, tell us. Well, I I mean I know that there was a time. One time I went to my aunt's house, and it was her new house for Thanksgiving. I assumed I had the right house, and when it's a family function, I don't know about your families, but I just didn't think I had to knock. And oh, I, right, yeah. I not I I politely did the oh I'm knocking as I'm walking in and I yeah. walked into the house a completely different family oh. sitting <laughs> That's not the wrong door that's the whole wrong house Wrong house <laughs> that before <laughs> Nope <laughs> I can't say that I have Oh my oh, gosh I no. haven't even done that in an apartment complex which would be you know understandable but No well, I maybe- <laughs> No, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying my closest thing is I I was one time I needed to go to the bathroom at this hotel and the ba- only bathroom, the only public bathroom was being used and I needed to go in more ways than one. I, I actually needed to leave. And so there was this room that was open and I was like, okay, they're, they're cleaning. So they're not there and I will sneak into the bathroom, use it, and leave and no one will be the wiser. It's a little bit breaking the rules. But, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. Uh, but, but with me, it's never fine because I always get caught. I always get in trouble whenever I break the rules. And, uh, so I, I go in there and do my business and I'm coming out and there's luggage in there, in the, in the room. <gasps> and I, I just knew that I was going to turn around to see somebody come and walk in, into the door. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, I did make it out unscathed and uncaught, um, so I, I guess I do get away with stuff every now and then, but the point being that I thought it was empty and I was only breaking the rules a little bit and I was in someone's open hotel room <laughs> and you, know, you have to go to the bathroom Yeah, and you have to go to the bathroom. The closer you get to the event <laughs> of being able to go, the fur- you can't reverse that. So you have to make it happen. Oh, you absolutely. Have to- it's true. It's like your body knows that there's a bathroom close. My 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 it. friend though David he he uh he went into a bathroom the women's room it was a single toilet deal um, oh, but he went in there and hid behind the door because his wife was coming but <laughs> uh, but his wife isn't the one that walked through the door <laughs> and he knows he has to say something. He, he's oh, trying, he's like, oh my gosh, I can't just slip out. I have to say something. I have to, you know, I can't let her do her, get going what? here, you know? 
And um, and so he just said he 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 kind of started to slip out, and he he said, "I thought you were my wife," and he <laughs> <laughs> he just ran out. And his, his wife Sherry had gotten hung up talking to somebody, you know. And uh, <laughs> I thought you were my wife. I thought you were my wife. <laughs> <laughs> at that point he could have said it didn't matter what he said no he said he could have said hi i'm here anything and it would just would have been wrong all of it was wrong so that's mm-hmm. just hilarious it would have been oh, life. absolutely horrifying for her too you know no matter what it just the, yeah. it's like the worst fear i would imagine for a lady oh, is, is a man. dude you know it's like psycho it's it's you don't want the dude in the bathroom with you it's just, right. just <laughs> oh hey, you're my wife <laughs> run away uh that reminds me though one time me and my brother-in-law john um he had some he had the a a dummy that we used during a a christmas play uh that they Mm. would throw from the balcony and uh it was supposed to look like somebody had gotten punched and fallen you know from upstairs or whatever but it had boots on and pants and you know a full thing it's it's head and arms were made out of duct tape and stuff. So it wasn't real convincing. It was just, you know, the shape. And uh, we had this stupid idea. I think it was mostly my idea. <laughs> the but instigator. As, as long as he did it is we took it down to the women's restroom and we set it up on the toilet with his boots on the ground. And um, and we put a walkie talkie <laughs> in his belt so that we could talk to people. I don't know why we did this. I would never do this to right now, but I was in my 20s, and it's just like, hey, this will be funny. And um, we promptly forgot about it. <laughs> we got busy, and we just totally forgot about the joke. And so two hours later, John calls me over, and he's like talking real quiet. He's like, dude, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. There is a lady. She's sitting up there in the reception and she's freaking out. She went to the bathroom and she heard somebody talk on the radio, a man's <laughs> voice. And she looked underneath and saw the boots and she screamed and ran out of the bathroom. <laughs> and she's crying and she's really upset and they want to know who did it. And I said, well, just tell them I did it. Just tell them I did it. I'm used to it. I'm used to getting in trouble. So um, I don't remember ever anybody ever coming after us actually. Uh, it was a pretty cool church, so oh man, <laughs> we were people were pretty chill, and uh, I think the lady was uh, uh, maybe uh, hamming it up to to try to get some sort of lawsuit going. So <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh, but it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, uh, we got a story called <laughs> Cat Prayer, and I, John, being that we've both worked with uh, children and had children, and Donna, I would imagine you too. The way kids pray is is very unique, and that's what this story is all about, especially little kids. Uh, hey, mm. James, John, and David, longtime listener but infrequent emailer here. Uh, this is from uh, Stephanie in Columbus, Ohio, by the way. She said, it's been great to have you guys back in our lineup this the past few months. The story okay. This story is a culmination of too much cat death this year. Oh, man. We had two cats die in the last six months. And me telling my four-year-old daughter that, of course, it's okay to talk to God about anything. For listeners who don't know, four-year-olds are very, very literal. Yes. This morning, my husband and I took our daughter to an open house for a homeschooling co-op group that we're planning to join. 
The open house is mostly so families can see if they like the program and if it's a good fit for them. But you know that people are already in it are checking you out too. So you hope your kid doesn't do anything crazy and that doesn't say anything weird. Well, Mm. we broke off into classes and the four and five year olds tutor said that first we should pray before we started the lesson. And our daughter immediately asked if she could pray. Knowing my child, I tried to intervene, but the far too nice tutor said, of course you can start us, and then I'll finish up. And then my daughter told her that she wanted to pray about her cats that died, and the tutor said, of course, (laughs) that that was fine. So we all bowed our heads, and without so much as a dear God or heavenly father, my daughter launched into a long description of her cats that had died and how she still had three other cats. (laughs) But one of them got sick and died. And if they did die, she would have two cats. But if one of those cats got sick and died, then she would only have one cat and so on. The worst part was that my husband and I had to try not to fall on the floor laughing because we were going, we were laughing so hard. I couldn't breathe. Every time I thought I got a grip on myself, I would hear my husband trying not to laugh and it would start all over (laughs) again. So the best. if we don't get into the group, I know it will be because of our, not because of our kids prayer, but because of how we responded to it as parents mm. and the fact that my child used prayer time to monologue about her dead cats. So hope you may hope this made you laugh. Thanks for the great show. Stephanie from Columbus, yes. Ohio. Yes, 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 yes. I like the cat cat math she had going on she, there. She she yeah. probably got in for math skills, if nothing else. I used to have a kid. I really I did a group called uh, Straight Arrows, and that was always pre K and kindergarten age guys. So you know, guys oh, yeah, this yeah. age, Royal Rangers. Yeah, and we would sit around a little fake campfire that I made, and and tell stories and ask for prayer requests and stuff. <laughs> and there was this one kid called Benjamin and I'll never forget. It. He had a bowl cut just like I did when I was a kid. And every, every time he had a prayer request um, or a prayer, it would start with one time. And then he would just tell you the longest story in history. Now I'm a grown yes. man with children. I know how to cut kids off and I know it doesn't offend them. They're used to it, you know, and you can tell them <laughs> to shorten it up. But back then I thought I would damage his little soul if I didn't let him go on for 500 years. And my favorite one was when he was telling me, um, he was trying one time, my brother. And I said, no, buddy, why don't you tell me what your prayer request is? He says, well, I want to pray for my brother's back. And I said, Oh, he shortened it up, but now it's too wow. short. Now I need to know what the deal is. And so he says, one time um, we were jumping on the bed and I kicked my brother in the back. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm like, don't you think we should pray maybe that uh, that, you're, that you don't kick your brother anymore and hurt him? And he goes, no, we just pray for his back. <laughs> Good. So four and five year olds, they're useless. they become something useful later on in life but as long as they're not wearing grammy's underwear right (laughs) true true all right this one is called alien and it is it is a voicemail from phil and uh here it goes hello james and john and whoever else you have with you love the show keep up the good work i wanted to share with you another story from my life that i hope you'll find fascinating and funny 
My name is Phil, and I live in Minnesota, where it's quite cold today, and it got me thinking again about the other very cold place I once lived, which was Chicago, that windy city. <laughs> when I went to college there in Chicago, there was a 7-Eleven convenience store that was within walking distance from the college, and so often late at night, students from that college would walk over to 7-Eleven and get themselves a Slurpee or nachos or whatever great food they might want to put into their system late at night, and I did this as well. One time when I went in, though, as I got my stuff and went up to the counter, I found myself staring at a lady who had naturally green hair. Yeah, I don't mean it wasn't dyed, you know, at the salon or something. It wasn't uh, that she had taken some of that spray hair color because it was Halloween. Uh, As far as I could tell, her hair was just naturally green. Now, that was odd enough, but then we engaged in a conversation. She asked me what I was doing, and I told her that I was getting a snack, and then I would go home and go to bed, to which she responded, Oh, you have to sleep? (laughs) I responded, well, yes. She responded, well, where I come from, we don't have to sleep. See, this is the kind of woman I imagine listens to our show. That's that's the epitome right there. We don't have to sleep. We don't have to sleep where I come from. Yeah. So, no, anyway, let's continue. Now, that was odd enough and certainly got me to telling this story to people when I got back and really for years since that this naturally green-haired lady told me she came from a place where they didn't have to sleep. Hmm. But the even creepier thing was something like a year or two later, I was in downtown Chicago, quite far away from that 7-Eleven, and I was telling this story to someone else uh, that I was with on that day. And I kid you not, as I looked out of the bus, there I saw the lady with naturally green hair. What? I personally don't believe in aliens. But yet, I believe this lady was an alien. (laughs) I don't know how to mesh that together in my brain, but I hold both beliefs pretty firmly. (laughs) I hope you found this story amusing, and I hope you guys will keep up the good work. Always enjoy listening to the show. God's blessings to you. Uh, holy wow. crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's freaky. I, yeah, I'm still taken back by naturally green hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's I, I I don't even know what naturally green hair would look like. I would imagine yeah. it would be a a very faint green, like maybe something she eats or puts into her body kind of taints her hair follicles i don't know <laughs> like wow. when people eat too many carrots and they turn orange yeah yeah mm. i i don't know right. i don't know the science behind it but i just imagine it's an older lady with white whitish greenish hair i don't think it's leprechaun green yeah i think it's nah. you know i don't know i've seen people with pinkish hair before naturally pinkish yeah hair? it seemed like it like old ladies i know that like uh- like my sister, she had light hair, and like when she swam a lot down in Florida and didn't wash the chlorine out of her hair, it would kind of get like a greenish sort of tint to it. Maybe but. she has mold in her hair or something. Oh, I that could have been it. Mm, no. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we have a, a new listener uh, to the show, thanks to a guy named Robert Harrington, and I want to tell his story. He says, 
James Fartman and Brohost. Hey. Uh, so this just happened. He said, I was in a parking lot headed to my favorite restaurant with an older man when an older man stopped me and asked me what my shirt meant. Being a frequent wearer of geeky tees, I'm used to having puzzled looks and even people commenting on my shirts. So I wasn't taken aback when he asked. Uh, a quick, I took a quick glance and saw that I was wearing my That Story Show shirt. And I said, oh, it's a comedy podcast I listen to. He asked, is it funny? I replied with a smile. I bought the shirt. He said, I'll have to check it out. He offered me a high five, which I returned and began walking away. So should you should be expecting a new listener that smells like greasy vinegar <laughs> and has only one shoe. Rob. Okay. So there's that my That's daughter, uh, speaking of which on, uh, on, on red school bus told a story about a, a guy from the street that she had a conversation with and uh she was definitely under the impression that he was going to send her to the moon he was he was speaking so clearly about how he had accidentally sent a man to the moon and uh oh. she, he, he was so convincing that she was fearful for a minute that she said she needed to get out of there because wow. she was afraid he was going to turn around and say you go to the moon and she would <laughs> meet the man that she he had sent previously so did uh, he mention anything about not having to sleep where he's from? I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's hey. a connection. Uh, this story's called Bear in the Basement. It's from Mike Girl. I, I, I guess that's how you say his last name. And if that is your last name, Mike, I'm sorry, man, because you've been made fun of your whole life and I'm adding to the problem. Um, <laughs> Mike's oh. a girl. You know, you could just see mean little boys doing that. So it's uh, actually pronounced Gural. Gural. It's 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 Scarface, you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Scarface. It's a Scarface. Scarface. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I live in the foothills outside of Denver at an elevation of eight thousand feet, so it's bear country. However, mm -hmm. in the twenty years we've lived here, we've never had uh, one but one incident of a bear disturbing anything, and it was our fault by leaving trash out when we first moved in. Uh, in the summer though, we used to leave the basement door open with just the sliding screen door in place to keep out bugs, but not anymore. I woke up to crashing and banging in the basement at about one o'clock in the morning. I jumped out of bed, ran downstairs to the basement, flipped on the light and saw a huge cinnamon bear that had pulled out and tipped over our basement freezer. Oh yeah. The bear immediately grabbed what it could and ran which was a whole rack of drumsticks. I was mad, but that only <laughs> lasted for a split second until my brain caught up and told me, Hey, you moron. It was a flipping bear and you should be happy. It ran. Yeah. You don't want to press charges or anything stupid. Uh, the funniest thing I found out after investigating the situation was that the bear had not simply walked through the screen door to get inside. It had actually pushed it aside like any human would do. And, Whoa. uh, so yes, we close our doors year around now. And when I told my buddies the bear in the basement story, it inevitably devolved, de-evolved into some other meaning. So now on our camping trips, when any of us have to go number two, we say we have a bear in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mike. I knew John oh, I would like that nice. one. So. Yeah, I like sayings for things like that. <laughs> So, I like to keep people guessing what I'm really going on through. That's right. So now, now you have a new one. You can be like, uh, guys, got to wrap this meeting up. 
Got a bear in the basement. Yeah, totally. Next, the staff meeting. Uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to let you know I have a bear in the basement, oh, and oh, uh, I better, plan on taking care of that. We better let him go. He's got a bear in his basement. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go use what? the big boss's office. I didn't know we had basements in Georgia. Oh, my goodness. We got them all over the place, man. Uh, all right. Well, that is our show. Donna, I want to thank you so, so, so much for joining us tonight. Yeah. Thanks. It was so fun. Good. It was great having you. You guys need to go check out her podcast, Constantly Under Construction Podcast at constantlyunderconstruction.com or look it up in iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. That's us for tonight. Um, just want to let you guys know that if you want to send in a story, you can send it email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. You can follow us on Twitter at That Story Show as well. Review us on iTunes if that's uh, how you found us, or review us wherever you found us. It'd be great. If you want more great shows, listen and visit at NLCast.com. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers Jennifer Kennison, Carrie Wright, Philem Ludens, Zane Estrada, and James, James Spangler. Become a Patreon today at patreon.com slash NLCast. Support the show. Uh, we just got some brand new coasters in and uh, we'll send you a sticker and a coaster if you sign up so remember though when something weird annoying embarrassing or gross or painful happens don't get stressed don't get depressed just think this belongs on that story show we'll see you guys next week thanks john and thank you donna yeah you're welcome all right bye bye (laughs) bye uh, and uh, YouTube. Don't forget about my YouTube channel and uh, Red School Bus RSBcast.com. Uh, I think that, that about does it. I was thinking about opening an Etsy store. Yeah, I've got one. Oh, I was just kidding. I don't have anything to sell. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.